for you. There's always something. Let's go. From the BiffNet Studios World Headquarters in Spring, Texas, it's Barry on Deck. Hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian, Barry Laminat. Starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminat. Produced by Barry Laminat. Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminat. Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry Laminak. Oh, what's up, you damn dirty deckheads? Welcome to Barry on Deck. I am your host, Barry Laminak. Hey! Thank you guys for rating and being here. Yo, shout out to my guys, Jerry Bowen, Aaron Rabel for the raid. Let's go, fam, right off the rip. Today is Friday, Monday, February 14th, 2022. This is episode number 418 of the show. I got to say, man, thank you so much to my guys. Holy shit, what a surprise, what a shock. My guys, uh, Aaron Rainbold and uh, Jerry Bow over again over at We Bet ATS. We Bet Against the Spread, raiding the program. Much appreciated, fellas. Thank you so much. Uh, let's do this, Matt Poche. If you're here, buddy, can you do the shout out and see if it works? I don't even know if it's gonna work, but I I think I got it hooked up. I think. Uh, well, we'll try it and see how it goes. Let me pull a shout up here. I don't even have the goddamn shout up yeah but appreciate my guys man with the shout out that's uh that's very kind of you both very nice uh why are you shouting out joel hernandez (laughs) that's not who we wanted to shout out is it we're shouting out we bet ats how do you do that i don't know how this works folks welcome to the program thank you for being here what up jerry Bo? good to see you famo Uh oh i gotta fix that that's all off that was from last night's uh show uh the super bowl show we gotta get that fixed here oh my god so right before i was gonna go live right before what is happening right now i don't know what is happening right okay right before i was gonna go live uh my computer locked up of course right as usual so uh i was like okay well i'll have to reboot and there we go. So uh, hopefully things are working as planned, I guess. What's up, Dr. Dran290? Good to see you, famo. Thanks for being here. Doctor's in the building. Uh, okay, I think I got everything fixed. Welcome to the program. Holy shit. We got to recap the Super Bowl. You've probably heard a thousand recaps already, so don't worry. I'm not going to belabor the point of all the stuff you've heard. And Yo, Toothpee! Let's go! Right off the rip, we got a raid and a host by Tooth Pete. I swear my heart feels so good right now. You guys are in for a treat today. We're roasting some deckheads because it's their birthday. I got to pull the picture up. But uh, thank you to my buddy Josh. Thank you to my buddy Aaron Raybould and Jerry Bow for the raids and the, the hostings. And I love you guys so much. Welcome to everybody that's new to the program. My name is Barry Laminek. I am a uh, former ESPN Houston radio host. I'm a stand-up comedian. Uh, I'm now a fledgling YouTube Twitch 
and fuckface, I guess, is the, am I allowed to curse? Can I roast them and you at the same time, too, Pete wants to know? Yes, absolutely. Why don't you come on and roast them with me? You want to do that, Josh? You want to join me? I'm going to text you a link when we get to the roast. Uh, join me and we'll roast them together. We could do that. I'm good with that. I think that'd be good. That'd be fun. You want to do it? Let me know in the chat. If you're busy, I understand. But if not, I'll bring you on. We'll roast them together. I think that'll be good times had by all. So let's talk a little Super Bowl recap. Let's talk a little. Uh, I have some thoughts. A lot of you probably it flew under the radar, perhaps. But want to talk a little uh, Derek Lewis and uh, UFC uh, that just passed here in Houston. What was it 271 or whatever? Oh, I wouldn't, but I can't right now. It's all good, buddy. It's all good. I appreciate you, man. But you can roast me now. You can get it out of the way now. You can talk about how handsome I am, how gorgeous my eyes are, how big my ego is. Presents. Uh, we're going to have a good time. All right, let's get to it. We always start this program with the greatest decade in the history of the world. Yeah, you know how it goes. First person in the chat, you know who they are. They are the greatest decade in the history of the world, at least for the next two hours. And then it's just back to regular old ass person, whoever they are. And today's greatest decade in the history of the world is my guy, my dude, AJB, Aaron J. Bryant. Thank you for being first in the chat, buddy. Thank you for showing up to class early, even though yours truly doesn't really ever make it on time. I appreciate you guys getting in early and getting the chat rolling on the YouTube. Thank you so much. AJB, first in the chat, first like, first super chat. I didn't... I don't see a super chat, but he usually sends it via Venmo, so that's how you know it. Yep, first Venmo. Who the <laughs> fuck is that guy? Yeah, man, I appreciate you, AJB. Thank you for being the greatest decade in the history of the world. Rest of the chat. Rest of the chat. That's the shout-outs to the chat. Shaves up like this. John Dory was second. Alan Denson was third. Fidel was fourth. Truck driver Pookie round out the top five for the day. Steven, the weather guy is here. We got another weather update for him. So if you live in Houston, you're going to look forward to that. Heartthrob. What's up, Philip Bernard? Housey is here. What's up, Housey? CC, my sweetie, how are you? Rudolph Rodriguez with the message of the century. Sanitize. Wash hands. Social distance. Back the fuck up. All right, I'm trying not to curse as much. What's up, Uriel Villanueva? Good to see you. And Terrence and Eric Rosendez and Joe Pro and my dude, Andrew Clay, not the dice man. The nice man. Oh, come on. It just, that was a good, you got to use that, Andrew. I'm not the dice man. I'm the nice man. Uh, who else is here? <laughs> Steven Luther. What's up, G-Man? Rick C. What's up, fam? Uh, and let's see. Potch is here. Yes, thank you, Potch. We did get, it worked. There you go. The shout out worked. Thank you, Nightbot, even though you caught a lot of shit last night. Jerry Bowes here. Scooty Boy. Tooth Pete. <laughs> Uh, Fidel, so smoking gooder. Jimmy John with the $5 super chat. Thank you, my friend. That is awesome. Very much appreciated getting this going right. Uh, Jimmy John sent in a whole ass message and said, why is peeps mad Eminem for kneeling? His, his knees were weak and arms were heavy. Probably had food poisoning from eating his mom's spaghetti. Get a Mac. Oh my God. Okay. I, If you're going to send corny jokes, I mean, look, I appreciate you sent $5 with it. I don't know if that was worth the $5 or not. I'm just fucking with you, Jim John. I appreciate you. Uh, I didn't even see where people were upset that Eminem was kneeling. Who gives a shit? I don't. I just, let's all just live our lives. 
Let's all live our lives. And Eminem's mom's spaghetti is underrated. We'll just say that. It's Listen, if you're going to eat spaghetti on the day of a big uh, 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 rap battle, it's got to be good spaghetti. Plus, you got a carb load. You know what I mean? You don't just go out there rap battling and out there just doing your little hibbity hops and not be carb loaded. That wasn't great, Amos. Shut up. Don't encourage the corniness. All right. Andrew Clay adding that to his Twitter profile. Please and thank you. All right, let's get through this, guys. We've got a lot of shit to do. We've only got two hours, well, less now. It's 2.15, and I started late, and I apologize for that again. Computer locked up. Uh, but we got birthdays in the house. So let's do the birthday shout-outs now, and then we'll do the roast after we talk about the Super Bowl. Because uh, what we do on this program, if it's your birthday, first of all, we give you a shout-out and do a shot in your honor. And then if you want, you send me a picture and uh, I roast you, or the chat roast you too. Usually the chat gets worse than me. I mean, yeah, I'm a stand-up comic, but I'm not a roast comic. I don't usually do that. I mean, I'll be mean, but the chat's the one you got to be careful for. But we got several birthdays, folks. Let's give shout-outs. First of all, yesterday, happy birthday to my my guy House. Reverend Lord Chris Householder Third had a birthday yesterday, so happy birthday to you, buddy. It is truck driver Pookie's birthday today. He's a Valentine's baby. And also, happy birthday to my guy, my pal, my buddy, Philip Bernard, out there in the uh, wonderful state of Oklahoma. And I use that term wonderful loosely. Happy birthday to all three of you, man. I love you guys. I hope you had or have great birthdays. I hope you get some roadhead or a hand job or whatever it is you're into, man. Cheers to all three of you. I'm not doing three shots, fuckers. Oh, man. Shots at 2.16 in the afternoon will get you sometimes. Yes. Philip Bernard, like the nerd dog. <sighs> oh, Flip, did you have a birthday on the 13th and no one told me? God bless America and everything. Holy Flip. I had no idea. Rev, you're 13. That makes two of us. I Did I know that? I might have known that. I might have known that and just forgot. And I apologize. I'm not doing another shot because I'll be drunk and I have to make... I have to boil some steaks for Nora for tonight. Uh, so, not, no, not, I'm not doing it. Uh, all right, so let's get rolling here. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, thank you. If you're watching on Twitch, thank you. I did. I only tweeted out the link to Twitch. I didn't tweet out the link to YouTube. I'm just, we're going to move past that. We're, we're moving everybody over to Twitch full time. Where all my pals are hanging out too, by the way. Jerry Bow and Aaron Rabel with uh, We Bet ATS, uh, Josh Tooth Pete, and uh, Kyle King. All uh, all my pals, my buddies over here streaming on the uh, on the Twitches. So that's why we're moving full time over here so I can hang out with all the fellas and the ladies, Kiki and Cherry and. <laughs> CC said, Barry, I'll sacrifice and take a shot for you. Thank you, CC. Please do that. Please do that. Please do that. Thank you. What up, Jado? Okay, guys, let's uh, let's wrap a taste. Oh, no. Actually, you know what? We got to start with our headlines for the day. We always start with our sports headlines. That's going to lead us into our wrap a taste. Here's your sport headlines for the day. Cooper Cup wins the Super Bowl. LVI. Why do I have Jeremy Giambi on here? I didn't even update the picture. God damn it. That's supposed to be Cooper Cup, by the way, guys. Just pretend that's Cooper Cup and not the Jeremy Giambi. Rest in peace to Jeremy Giambi. One half of the Giambi brothers. There might have been more. I don't know. Uh, Cooper Cup wins your Super Bowl LVI MVP. The Rams' Odell Beckham Jr. suffered his second ACL tear in his left knee in 16 months. Eric Weddle told reporters that he tore his pec. 
I wish I had pecs to tear. I don't really have pecs. Uh, but if I did, I'd love to tear one. But he's going to have surgery soon. And yes, he's retiring. <laughs> Last one on the list for your sports headlines for the day. Adrian Peterson arrested in connection with what officials say amounted to domestic violence. He and his wife got into an argument on the airplane. And uh, apparently it was over. And so he ripped Excuse me. He ripped the ring off of her finger and scratched her. And then that is. It's not okay. Okay. What the hell? That's not what we wanted. There we go. Need a goddamn producer. Jerry Bow's all fancy with his producers. Ain't got Jerry Bow money. Uh, I, you know what? Just like there's degrees of murder. I, and, and it's not okay to aggressively pull the ring off of somebody's finger. All right, let's be real about that. But I, I, I do think it's, we have, it's a cautionary tale of saying it's domestic violence. If it, I, I just, I don't know how to frame this the right way without sounding like an asshole and getting canceled. But if you try to grab the ring off your wife's finger and you scratch her, that is, that is to me, is it a degree of domestic violence? Yes. Is it is it what I thought when I read the headline? No. And I think that's the cautionary tale here because we live in a society where people just read the headlines and make assumptions. Nobody bothers to read the articles anymore. So it's like, I don't know. I, I feel who's, who's at fault here. Is it technically domestic violence? Absolutely. Should he have done it? No. Is he wrong for it? Yes. But if you put out a headline that he's arrested for domestic violence and then you find out that he ripped her ring off. Yeah, and see, Joe Pro, that's the thing. And I don't know how to phrase that without sounding like an insensitive asshole. But that's the thing. This wasn't Ray Rice knocking out his wife or girlfriend in the elevator. He he was like, all right, bitch, you want to leave? Give me my ring back. That costs a lot of money. And he probably has long fingernails and scratched her. So. Yeah, and no, look, Shelby, again, this is, a, this is a really, but my point is, Shelby, is that when we phrase these things, right, when we phrase these things, people don't bother to read what actually happened. So now everybody's going to walk around assuming that, that he beat his wife and that, or that he, he punched her or kicked her or hit her or whatever, as opposed just to try to take her ring off her finger. Maybe he wanted the ring back or whatever. I think there's a there's a difference here. There has to be some sensibility in the way that it's reported at the very least. Again, I'm not excusing it. I'm not saying it's okay. I'm saying that when we talk about it or we bring it to the public's eye, need to be a little more cautious because people are just headline click readers. That's it. Yeah, as Scooty Boy said, sensationalized headlines get clicks. And but a lot of times, Scooty Boy, nobody even clicks. They just read and move on. And then that's the facts that they use was the headline. So uh, yeah, I don't want to upset the females in the crowd, and I don't want to. I don't want to make light of domestic violence. You guys know how I feel about this. You guys know where I stand on this, for goodness sakes. But it's irresponsible to just be like, "Oh, he did that," without really explaining what it was. <laughs> yeah, and how say when the when the term was what amounts to domestic violence was used you knew that it wasn't extreme exactly um 
What is, what is, are we talking about me boiling steaks? By the way, guys, I'm not boiling my steak. I'd sous vide. It's, you take it and you, it's a whole, Google it. I don't know how to spell it, obviously, but Google it. I don't boil my steaks. Uh, uh, Steven said, Steven, the weather guy said, well, he does have a history, so maybe the assumption was warranted. No. First of all, the history that he has is he, is he whipped his kids with a switch or his four-year-old kid with a switch, which caused bleeding. Uh, and again, not okay. And it was a felony charge of domestic violence or child abuse felony domestic violence against his kid but then he pleaded down um and did like 80 hours of community service a couple years of probation and a four thousand dollar fine so he wasn't actually convicted of child abuse um so but yes there is a pattern here but i think again you've got to make sure we're not we're not you know I think the comparison was warranted. This it makes it when you use that kind of headline, it makes it sound like it's on par with what Ray Rice did, and that's just not the case. So, uh, sous vide to one twenty, then see her rest fifteen minutes. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Sous vide is French for boil. I don't know about that, but you put the steak in a bag, you put the bag in water, you take the sous vide machine, and you set it to a temperature of about one thirty, one twenty nine. And you let the steak cook for like an hour at least, minimum, for medium rare. Then you take a cast iron skillet, you put it on high, you throw some butter in there, you throw that steak in there on both sides to char it. You get that good, that char, you got to get that char. And there's your steak. So it takes about an hour and 15 minutes, hour and 20 minutes to make the steak that way. But it is perfectly cooked throughout every time. No guesswork, no tough spots. It's the only way to eat a steak, by the way. Sous vide is the only way to eat a steak. There you go. Uh, Indy Cowboy knows. I like the sous vide and finish off in a cast iron. It's so good. I agree. Sounds like you're cooking a lobster. Shut up, truck driver Pookie. You raggedy bitch. Stupid birthday bitch. Okay. I'm, I was aggressive also. All right, let's talk Super Bowl 56. Uh, you guys enjoyed the game? I got to be honest with you, chat. I first I was like, this game kind of sucks. I'm glad I'm hanging out with all these people. And, uh, but then I thought that the game got better as it went along. It got interesting and, you know, there was some drama at the end. I'll say this. I thought that the Bengals dug themselves a hole, uh, with a questionable fourth and one call on the first drive of the game. You don't go for it in that situation. And I think that all game long, they had some questionable calls, play calls offensively. Um, I think they try to get too cute for themselves. They got they got too smart for their own good. Sometimes you can just sometimes it's okay to just be a basic bitch in the Super Bowl. Just three and out punt, live to fight another day. But you go for it on fourth down around the fifty, and you don't get it. It leads to a a Rams touchdown, and then you know the football gods give it, the football gods taketh away. Then you get one back when you get away with an offensive pi slash face mask on Jalen Ramsey. T Higgins scores a touchdown, so. Things have a way of balancing themselves out. That's why I don't think anybody was that was saying that the refs won the game or cost a, a certain the Bengals the game. None of that. It all balances out. All right, it all balances out at the end of the day. I thought the refs went from not being active in the game to being overly active in the game. But I mean, what are you going to do? The entire season's on the line. I'm not going to blame the refs uh, for the outcome of the game at all. I think they missed calls. I think even at the end, when I was doing the, the the last couple of minutes with Kyle King, and we were talking about the fact that they called a uh, holding call 
that spotted the ball at the one, the first holding slash PI call on the Bengals on uh, down in the red zone on that last drive by the Rams. And it wasn't a holding call. It was PI because the ball was already in the air when the hold, when the, when the holding occurred. So that makes it a pass interference and not holding, but they kept it at holding. Then it happened again. And they initially called holding on the defense, but then reversed and has called it a pass interference, which was the right call. So I think the officials were trying to get it right. You could call holding on the offensive line every time. You could probably call holding and PI on the defense every time. It's this fine balance that you got to get to, and it sucks that the that the officials and officials inserted themselves a little bit more prominently into the game at the end. But I don't think that that affected the outcome. At the end of the day, Eli Apple was a liability for the Bengals. Cooper Cup was too much to handle. Aaron Donald and Von Miller in that defensive front was too much. Seven sacks? I have it for you. I have all the stats right here. 23-20 was your final, by the way. 18 first downs for the Rams. 313 total yards to the Bengals, 305. Bengals led the game in rushing 79 yards to 43. Rams led the passing attack 270 to 226. Seven sacks for the Rams. Nine tackles for a loss for the Bengals. Difference is the Rams also had eight tackles for a loss to go with their seven sacks. And that that Bengals front, credit where credit is due, man, very early on, very early on, that Bengals front four slash front seven was getting the job done. Reader and company were monsters early on. But couldn't sustain it, and Cooper Cup and OBJ kind of got loose a little bit. Cup had 90, didn't even have 100 yards receiving on the game and was still your MVP with a couple of touchdown catches. But uh, Matthew Stafford throws two interceptions, has two turnovers, and you still fade that? Well, that's what seven sacks will do for you. So I, you know, uh, at the end of the day, I saw uh, Kyle said this last night and Dre just said in the chat, Eli Apple was the Rams MVP. Yeah, it was bad. Uh, for all the smack that he talked, he, he kind of got torched. And, and I gotta say, watching OBJ cry on the sidelines, watching Aaron Donald cry after the game, pretty, pretty cool. Cause you know, you just know that there's all that pent up frustration and anger of not getting there and not getting close or people doubting you and the controversy and the turmoil for OBJ and. Aaron Donald being the greatest player on the planet, but unable to get a ring. And then all that happens. And there's got to be just this flood of emotions and this release of tension, or you no longer are labeled not a winner because you haven't won a Super Bowl, especially if you're Aaron Donald. And now there's, you know, we'll see how, who, uh, you know, we'll see if he continues. I don't think he retires. I know there was some talk about him possibly retiring. Zoom out. I don't think he retires. I don't think he does that. A lot of talk about Sean McVay wanting to spend more time with him. I Von Miller said it best. This feeling is addictive. And once you win one, you want to win another. I don't think anybody that gets to the level that Aaron Donald and Sean McVay and the rest are at decides, ah, oh, one, one, I'm good. I'm, I know I'm young and still at the top of my game. I'm good. It's not what competitors do. Uh, now, it'll be interesting to see if OBJ comes back, if he comes back with the Rams, if he has to take a year off. Second torn ACLs you saw in the headlines in 16 months, so that'll be interesting. Uh, how is Jared Goff? Wellness check. That's a great text, Mark, or great chat message. 
No doubt. And are we good? Chat, are we good with them calling them the Detroit Rams? No, I really want to curse. I really want to say F off. Okay? Stop it, Detroit. You don't get to you don't get to claim a Super Bowl victory because Matthew, you your team got rid of the Super Bowl quarterback. Stop it. Stop it. That's like saying the uh, the Houston Bengals because of DJ Reader. Get out of scram, beat it, kid. No. We're not playing these foolish games. Walt, is that true? That's super weird. Walt said Rams are 9-0 this season when Stafford threw an interception. That is a very weird stat. Man, if that's the case, I'm going out first play. Throwing it right to somebody. Hitting them in the chest. Eli Apple would probably drop it. You throw it to me, you boom, boom. Sorry. Yeah, I'm throwing one every time. Mark said, let that city have something. No, bullshit. You don't get no half-ass Super Bowl. It's the Detroit Rams. Stop it. First of all, if a Ram and a Lion fought, I mean, they'd probably still go Lion. We had this argument on Houston Sports Show and the set of Houston Sports Show. Who would win between a Ram and a Bengal if they fought? Obviously, a Bengal wins that hands down. You've got razor blades, strong, you're muscular, you're fast, you're agile. A Ram, you're just like, Dah. That's it. That's all. Over. That's the only thing a ram does. They just headbutt you. So they, and they even put their head down. You just move out of the way. Claw, claw, claw. They're done. It's not even close. But it, so they don't let animals fight for the Super Bowl, or else maybe the Bengals would have a tiger or, or a title. Uh Joe Burrow fought his little heart out. Bless his heart. I. Uh, you got to give credit where credit is due. He hung in there. He almost looked like Garoppolo that last play of the game, though, where he just heaved it up knowing it was fourth down. But now we got to wait till next year to see uh, how this team bounces back. And somebody made a great point. I don't remember if it was Shock or who it was on Twitter. Mike Liebeshock. But somebody said, uh, hey, we're definitely going to see Joe Burrow in another Super Bowl. And, and I think it was Shock that pointed out, yeah, we said that about Aaron Rodgers, his third year in the league, too. It's not that easy to get to a Super Bowl, so let's not all assume that Joey B is going to be back in another one. And we are talking about the Bengals. This isn't a model franchise like the Packers or the Patriots or somebody like the Niners or the Cowboys in the decades when they were relevant. What's up, Celio? Uh, Detroit. He said, Celio said Detroit Rams is like Texans fans still talking about how they almost beat the Super Bowl winning Chiefs. Bro, amen. Amen to that. Uh, hey, if you're listening on Podbean, shout out to Eric Resendez, Christopher Mina, Chris Reyes, Titan Hugo, and I believe that's it that's listening live. Some of you, oh, what's up, Ray? Ray Lucio was over there listening live. Some of you guys, if you can't watch live on Twitch or on YouTube for the time being for the next couple of weeks, you can go to Podbean or download the Podbean app and listen live. Maybe you drive around. Maybe you're working with your hands. You can't just sit there and hold the phone. So I have that up for you. It's only used by like four or five, maybe six people a day, but it's worth it if you guys want to listen that way. And then you can go back and watch later. So, uh, yeah, Joey's Joe's Tony the Handsome said Joe's time is shut. Mills era. Everybody. Oh, my God.
Yeah, everyone did say that about Marino. That's a good point, Scooty Boy. Uh, all right, so I'm trying to see the other thoughts I had written down. Eli Apple was abused. Neither quarterback was great. If you look at the, the box score, uh, Matt Stafford was 26 of 40 for 283 yards, three touchdowns, two interceptions, uh, to sack twice, had a QBR of 60.8. Not great. Joey Burrow, 22 of 33, 263 yards, one touchdown, sacked seven times, and a QBR of 39.7. At the end of the day, the Rams' defense was overwhelming. The Rams' defense was too much, and I thought the Bengals' front four held up, but Eli Apple and that secondary did not. And I think that was the, the difference. And I also think you can blame some of the Bengals' play calling. So I, I think if you wanna if you wanna question some, you know, maybe maybe put some on that coaching staff for some questionable calls uh in the game itself. Um what did I see here? Ah shit, I can't find it now. Oh, right. No big deal. We'll skip it. So um yeah. All in all, though, I enjoyed the Super Bowl. And there's your your game recap, I guess. I really liked the halftime show. A lot of folks chiming in that they really enjoyed it. I think some of the old heads like me, when that was your era of hip-hop, you really enjoyed it. And um, it wasn't the greatest of all time to me. I'm still going to give that to Prince. How do you beat? How do you beat Prince? Playing Purple Rain and it starts raining. I you just there's no I mean like Janet's titty was nice. Don't get me wrong. Janet's titty was very nice. We'll go that goes a top three, top five, just because it was Janet's titty. I don't care that Justin Timberlake was in the vicinity. I've seen porn. If there's dudes around, I can focus out those guys. But that was a great halftime show. And so I'm going Prince won this year's halftime show. We'll just call it the Dr. Dre or the L.A. West Coast hip hop halftime show Two, uh, I'm going to go Janet's Titty three. I'm going to go Michael Jackson four. And then I probably have to give it to I mean, was it it wasn't Aerosmith. Who somebody had like some of the one of these old ass rock bands was it? It might have been Aerosmith had like a really good one, but I loved it. I thought it was great. Chris Reyes says MJ was his favorite. Okay, yeah, I thought I thought everybody did great. I thought everybody. I thought there were some people hating. Oh, you too. Yeah, that's a good one, Virginia Buttonweed. I forgot about that one. Forgot about that. One. No, I'm good, fam. Whitney Houston. I'm I'm good. No, I'm okay. Um, everybody making jokes about 50 cent being overweight. Uh, Kyle King and I were talking about this last night on the sidecast during the, at the end of the game, but it's like Snoop Dogg, all he did everywhere he went was just crip walk. It was just like, Hey, look at me, but I mean, Mary J Blige still has it. Although I didn't sound like it didn't sound like she was singing at first, but she totes was Eminem still has it. Uh, 50 was a little chunky, but that's okay. I mean, it was just good overall. I, I like the, my favorite part, if I'm being honest with you, Chad, my favorite part was the ode to Tupac. I think some people may have missed that. 
But they had all of that stuff going on, right? With all of the hibbity hobbities and all of the, the nostalgia and the trip down memory lane. And right in the middle of it, right in the middle of it, he plays a couple of bars from I Ain't Mad At You. Which I think in a lot of ways was a kind of a hat tip to Tupac and say, look, we understand how important and vital you were to this music and this era and where we're at. Uh, and I understand that there was beef and bad blood. And at the end of the day, I ain't mad at you. I thought, was, I thought that was dope, man. I was, that had some really deep meaning and maybe I was reading too much into it, but that's how I took it. That was my takeaway. It's like art, right? It's like a painting. Like you, you look and you're like, Oh, you know, I see, uh, I see two prairie dogs holding hands over a cup of coffee at a table in France. And somebody's like, bitch, that's a butterfly. Okay, I mean, it could be that too, I guess. I, now I kind of see it. I see the wings and the... So yeah, it could be anything. You thought the hologram was coming out? Hologram Tupac? No, that would have been too much. Just too much. No, I didn't like that. I don't think that would have been good. I thought it was perfect the way it was. It was short. It was to the point uh, as as far as, you know, a hat tip to Tupac. It was all it was needed. Okay, D-Mata. Somebody time out D-Mata for five minutes. He just said that the Spice Girls was good. Okay, we're just not going to, I'm not going to allow spam and, and bullshit in the chat. Not going to, not going to allow that, Demata. You're gone. Five minutes. Get out of here. Scram, beat it, kid. Uh, what else did we miss from the game that we need to cover? Oh, by the way, don't forget, it's Monday. It's Mom Monday. My mom's going to join me at 3.15. She's going to um, hop on the show for about 10 or 15 minutes. We'll, we'll talk some Super Bowl or whatever else. It's also Valentine's Day, so I'm curious for you guys because I got up this morning and went and did my Valentine's Day shopping. Nothing like waiting till the last minute. And so I wanted to get something nice for my wife, which is she is the hardest person to buy for in the world. In the world, Craig. She's very particular. Dare I say picky. She is uh, She is high class. She is low maintenance. But she is very particular about what she likes. So I was like, oof, this is going to be... this. It's always difficult to, to buy for my wife. So my, my plan was, I'm going to go down, and I live up here by the Woodlands Mall. I'm going to go to Market Street. First place I'm going to go, just to splurge, just to splurge. Uh, I'm going to go to the Louis Vuitton store, and I'm going to see if maybe I can get her like a little case or a cover for her AirPods thing, or maybe her phone. Because she has a, a Louis bag I bought a while back and a wallet, and I thought, well, that might be a cool gift you know and it's a little much couple hundred bucks maybe a little out of my price range right now given my current job sitch but I, I i that'll work that'll work so i go to the louis store and first of all they won't let you in you've gotta you've gotta you've gotta uh put your name on the list they text you so I was like, okay. So then I said, well, look, I just want to know. I'm just looking for a, 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 a case for her AirPods. They're like, yeah, we don't have any of those. I was like, okay. Uh, what about a phone case? I'm like, okay, that's got to be 150, 
$200, which is a lot for a phone case, don't get me wrong, but Nora's worth it to me. She's, I, you know, if I had it, I'd spend $1,500 on a phone case for her. I, I love her that much. I'm getting there, CC. <laughs> so the lady's like, yo, just let me put your name down and we'll text you. And I was like, okay, I'm just looking for that. So they find it. They, they find it. Let me show you the picture of it. This is what I was going to get her. So they go and I, I say, well, can you just check? I don't need to come in yet, but can you just check and see if you have one? And then I'm going to go walk around and when it's my turn, I'll come in and buy it. And she was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they go and they find this phone case. They're like, this is for the iPhone 12. So this is, this is the phone case. And I was like, oh, that's dope. It's got the little pocket on it and it's a phone case. Awesome. So I was like, yeah, I'll be back. I'm just going to go, I'm going to go over to Lululemon and see uh, if there's anything in there, you know. So I get into Lululemon and I'm like, I wonder how much this phone case is. I better, before I start buying her like anything new and shit, I better just, how much is this phone case? So I get on the interwebs and uh, then I close it. Oh yeah, that's just an asparagus recipe. And I go to the Louis Vuitton store or the Louis Vuitton website and I type in uh, uh, iPhone phone four hundred and fifty dollars. Who the fuck is that guy? Four hundred and fifty U.S. American United States e purblus 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 e pubis unum dollars. What the what? Four guys, guys, guys. Now I'm not cheap. All right, I already said I bought my wife Louie before. I have, she's got a purse. She's got a wallet. And I was like, oh, matching. That's not $450 worth of anything. That is $450, people. I am a broke-ass streamer, okay? I don't have the time nor the money. I was like, why is that 400? You what? Kiss my whole entire broke ass. I'm not. I was like, nope, she's not. Okay. No, I'm not getting it on DH gate, Joel. I love my wife and I would never buy her a fake Louie for her for Valentine's Day. I wouldn't do that. Uh, Mark G, thank you for the $5 super chat, my friend. Yeah, she's totally worth it. I'm not worth $450, though. I don't have just a... Oh, oh, look at that. I found a pin and $450. Now, I don't got that shit. I don't have that. I don't have that. Mark G, thank you for the super chat. Mark G said, shot two, did houses uh, time for fruck driver pookies. What? Mark, what are you... Mark, can you send that back in English? Shot two, did houses time for fruck driver pookies. No, that shot was for all three. Mark, I appreciate you. Though. I'm not. Maybe I'll do another shot with with my mom or something. Uh, what's up, Valley Grower? Uh, yeah, I'm broke, bro. I can't be affording no $450 Louis Vuitton case, and then that's all I would give her. And let's be real. 
If you look at this Louis Vuitton, all it is is that little patch. The rest of that shit is probably like a $4 case that they just get off the Weber nets. I don't know why I won't focus. Look at that. That is not $450 worth of Louis patch, Louis material, folks. No, no way. No way. No way. So, uh, they texted me and they were like, sir, it's your turn. You can come get your stuff. And I was like, stop, cancel, unsubscribe. Don't text me, block. I'm turning you in, spam message and all that bullshit. I'm like, nope, delete my number, bitches. I can't. No, no. So I was in Lululemon and just between us gals, I got her a new yoga mat. Real pretty, I don't know. And then uh, she loves water bottles. I don't know why. She's got 8,000 water bottles. So I got her that. And then I went to Nordstrom's and got her some. She loves tennis shoes because, you know, being a nurse, being on her feet. So I got her some tennies. So that's that was my Valentine's trip. So I'm curious, chat, what did you get your loved one for Valentine's today? Mark G said, back to Twitch. Can't wait to send some money here. Hey, thank you, buddy. Yeah, that's coming soon, I hope. Very soon. We're going to be getting the biddies, and I'll get the emotes done, and it'll be a whole hoot. We're going to have a good time. Orchids. Virginia Button, we said I got orchids. Good for you, man. That's very good. The amount says it's probably made in China, too. Yeah. 100%. H-U-N-N-E-R-D. 100% that that joker was made in China for probably 17 cents. And they paid a little Chinese kid four cents or two cents or maybe a half a cent. And then they took that cheap ass patch, that leather V patch that ain't shit. I mean, it's literally, it wouldn't, it wouldn't even make a pocket on my jeans. It wouldn't even make that little pocket that nobody uses. By the way, what is that pocket for? What is, what is that pocket really for? I don't know what that's for. Is that a key pocket? Did we ever find out what that pocket is for? But that the patch is barely that big. Not paying them four hundred and fifty dollars for that. Ridiculous. Uh, Church driver Pookie said, "Check the Discord general for my wife's gift harp shaped harp shaped tacos." Okay, I'm not checking the Discord in the middle of the goddamn show, Pookie. Do you hear me? By the way, uh, we're gonna roast truck driver Pookie uh, at, after we get done with Jenny's mom. So Jenny's mom's gonna join me at three fifteen. And then where she's going to stay for about 10 or 15 minutes. And then at 3.30, that's when I'll roast the birthday boy, truck driver Pookie. I don't, I don't Philip didn't send me a picture. I don't want to roast. I don't roast you guys if you don't ask for it. So we're not going to roast Philip unless he uh, expressly agrees to it and sends in a picture to roast. And same is true for house. Uh, so just tapping in, still getting settled in. Catch the replay this evening. Thank you, Swinny Poo. Uh, much appreciated. So, so that was originally for your pocket watch? Really? Heartthrob! Happy birthday, Philip Bernard! Was that really for your pocket watch? Hey, Philly fans, thank you for the follow. Philadelphia Eagles fan 13. Much appreciated, man. Thanks for being here. Heartthrob said that pocket is my quarters for the work vending machine pocket. I like it. I like it. Uh, House keeps his condom there because it's, you know, like a balloon. <laughs> All right. That was a little far. Um, oh, please, Jenny, mom, roast me. No, m my mother is too sweet to roast anybody. She's That's not her thing. 
That's not. She doesn't. She's she's too too much of a sweetheart. But she did say she got my stepdad sugar-free candy. Okay. That's good. I bought myself a hybrid and some yellow balls with a B. You bought a whole ass car, CC, for Valentine's? Good for you. Because CC, ain't nobody going to love you like you. I've always said that. Um, Mark G said, I got a flower arrangement. Where'd it go? That included lollies and peonies? That her favorites? What? I don't know how. Lollies and I, how do you pronounce that, Mark? What is that? Oh, lilies. I was like, what the fuck are lollies? I need you guys. Look, I'm not a great speller, okay? And I don't judge people who have typos or misspellings. But if I'm going to be reading your goddamn chat messages, can you at least get your shit together a little bit so I don't look like a flipping idiot or lollies? Make me look bad, Mark. Never read another one of your chat messages ever again. Lollies. Get out of here. Truck driver Pookie, that's not where we keep our drugs in that pocket. That's not true. Uh, Terrence said, I'm like Craig and Friday. You usually kick a bitch to the curb around this time. That's why you ain't got to buy shit. Terrence. So aggressive. That's why That's why you've, so you've always been alone on Valentine's? Man, you are cheap as shit, bro. Will C said cupcakes, flowers, and some average wiener tonight. <laughs> not not below average, not above average. Some straight up run of the mill, 50-50, right down the middle. Peen. I like it. Okay. That's listen. That's commendable. And listen, there's nothing wrong with just being average in the bed. Or size-wise. Because the alternative is being well below average in bed or size-wise. There's nothing wrong with that. So good for you, Will. Good for you. Everybody's confirming it was a pocket watch. That was the pocket for. <laughs> well, so you can barely afford, barely afford Dewey Vuitton. Yeah. Um. Okay. No, she doesn't roast me all the time. I sent you a pic on the Twitter reply for this morning when I asked if you were roasting. Okay, I've got to go look that. I'll have to find those after the break and, and whatnot. So we'll do that. So we're definitely going to roast, folks. Uh, oh, real quick, I just wanted to talk Derek Lewis. <sighs> Should we do that after the break? It's 2.53. I kind of don't want to get into it if I don't have time. We got the headlines in. We got the Super Bowl in. Did I miss anything from Super Bowl talk? We talked about the halftime show. We broke down the game a little bit. We talked about that. Um, yeah, I can't, I don't think I had anything else, uh, from the game. Oh, I did want to say, so last night during the sidecast, we gave away prizes and Barry on deck swag and gift cards and shout out to Cece who won a koozie last night and Mimi won a mug during our Super Bowl sidecast. Alan Denson won a $25 gift card to a Amazon. Well, actually his wife did. Catherine. Uh, Justin uh, won a picture of Oliver and Jen. Yes, that Jen won a Barry on Deck shirt. So that was all the... And then several people want to wave hello because that was on the prize wheel. And the the squares, I have those winners for you as well. This is directly from Jen. So last night's squares winners. Oh, uh, 
board one. Oh, so in quarter one, Daniel Ramirez, Jared Taylor, and BZH420 were the winners in quarter one. Quarter two was CeCe, Christopher Hart, and John P. Quarter number three, Jenny is mom. My mother won. My father won the second board, and Walt won board three. See, Walt, you got Dewey Vuitton money now. You won the squares last night, you raggedy bitch. And then the fourth quarter was the same winners from the second quarter. So that was CC, Christopher Hart, and John P. And if you missed the squares or you didn't get in on them because you bullshitted and waited too long, I told y'all we filled them holes up quick last year. We filled them holes up quick again this year. We sold 300 squares at five bucks a square. That's $500, of, or excuse me, at $5 a square, $500 per board. $1,500 in winners. Now, we don't make a dime off of doing the squares. It's just a lot of work for Jen for literally, I mean, other than you guys having a good time, there's really no benefit to the show or any of that stuff for doing the squares. But we just want folks to have a good time and enjoy the Super Bowl and have a little something, something on it, even if it's just five bucks. I think one of the guys that won only spent $5. He bought like one square and hit. That's pretty dope. It's pretty dope. Uh, yeah, last night was a blast. Well, good. I'm glad you guys had fun. If you tuned in to the super big game in a bowl sidecast here on Barry on deck, just on the Twitch channel, I didn't do it on YouTube. I didn't do it on Podbean. but if you tuned in, I appreciate it. If you didn't, you can go back and watch it. If that's your thing, uh, it exists by the way, if you're following on YouTube, please make sure you subscribe to the channel. I know I'm not going to be going live on there as of March one, but I will still be uploading a bunch of content to that channel and keeping it fresh and updated. So you're not going to want to miss that. Also, uh, make sure if you're follow or if you're watching on Twitch and you have not followed the channel yet, please do so. I'm not even asking for a subscribe. I'm not asking you to spend money. I'm simply asking you to follow this channel. Do that. Um, and yeah, I do want to point out y'all cost Jen some money, uh, which in turn is going to cost me money because I'm going to send it to her to make up for it. But Jen said I lost money on some of y'all bitches because some of y'all still don't know how to send a goddamn PayPal without a fee. How it is 2022 and some of y'all are still sending PayPal so that Barry on deck and Jen have to pay a fee to get the PayPal for the squares. So you'd send Jen $5 and they would take out 3% and Jen, they'd be like $4 and something, but she's got to pay out. So it's a whole mess. So I've got to reimburse Jen for all y'all's goddamn fees. Morons. Jen, send me a list. We're blackballing everybody. Anybody that's sending a PayPal and then we got a fee, I want a list. I want to know every asshole that doesn't understand how to just send $5 to a friend. Shit. Jen is not rich. She's rich in love. Because so many people love her. Yeah, use Venmo. Well, we already said, Jen already said, be handed next year. She's not giving people, these dumbasses, the opportunity to PayPal the money in. It's straight Venmo. It's just straight Venmo. Next year, Venmo, or you ain't in. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, you can Western Union it, uh, or if you have carrier pigeon, you can strap $5 to a pigeon's foot and then just send it to Jen's house. And just all, I don't know. I don't know how to, oh. Isn't that a pigeon? Or Yeah, that's a pigeon. Or is that a quail? I don't know what that is. 
Look at Alex. No habla inglés. Is it you, Alex? You raggedy bitch. Really? <sighs> Dimata said PK did that when we did the lottery pool. I don't understand how you guys don't know how to just send a goddamn. All right, let's do this real quick. It's two. Nah, let's get to the break. It's two fifty-eight. All right, so we're gonna take a break. Stephen, the weather's guy. Stephen, the weather guy is gonna give you your Biffnet forecast for the Houston area when we come back. I've got some Valentine's Day fun facts for you, and then at three fifteen, Jenny's mom is gonna join the program. And then she's going to hang out for 10 or 15 minutes. And then at 3.30, we're going to start the roast of truck driver Pookie and Philip Barnard, who it's their birthdays today. All right, I hope this break video works. If it doesn't, I don't give a shit. I got, I tried. Okay, I absolutely tried. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Hey, if you're watching on the tubes right now on YouTube, for the 25 of you that are over there, thank you so much for the... 38 of you watching on Twitch, hang tight. And for the seven of you listening on Podbean, including Christopher Mina, uh, Take81, Marv, Eric Resendez, Chris Reyes, and Titan Hugo, I see you guys. I appreciate you guys. Uh, stick around. One and all, we're back in less than five minutes. Take this quick break, get a refill, go pee. Hey, whatever you do during the break, if it's poop or pee or whatever it is you do, go do it. And we'll come back in five minutes and we'll continue on with Barry on Deck. I'm your host, Barry Lavinac. Stick around. I'll see you in less than five. Hey, Deckhead. Stevie Music here with your BiffNet forecast update. We've got another good week coming up this week. Uh, only a little bit of rain on Wednesday uh, as the front comes through. And we're going to take a look and see. The, there's some scattered showers on, on Wednesday. And then we move it forward a little bit. And you see this line of storms come through on Thursday. Um, Thursday morning it should be through as it's with the cold front. Um, but other than that, we got a, a pretty good week coming up. We're going to start in the 70s. It's going to go up to the mid-70s by midweek. And that front comes through Thursday with some thunderstorms Thursday morning. Uh, temperatures come down a little bit into the mid-60s and then into the mid-50s by Friday. And then they start to rebound Saturday and Sunday into the mid-60s. Uh, stick around after the break and have a good week.
Hey, welcome back to hour number two of Barry on Deck. I'm your host, Barry Lavinek. Thank you guys for sticking around through the break. Those of you that did, those of you that didn't, hate your stupid, dumb faces. Uh, all right, so hour number two upon us. Jenny, his mom, going to join me on the program at 3.15. Uh, stick around for about 10 or 15 minutes, and we'll talk some Super Bowl and Valentine's Day and love. Uh, we'll get some love advice. If you guys have questions, you can ask my mom love questions, and she'll answer them. She doesn't know she's going to do that. I just told I just totally made that up. So we're gonna we're gonna put her on the spot. You know what? In fact, here's what we're gonna do. She's gonna hate me so much. She might actually hang up. Uh we're gonna get we're gonna get my mom to give you guys sex advice um on the program. We'll see how see if she can handle that. Uh so 315. <laughs> she's you guys are gonna ask sex questions and my mom's gonna give you the advice. I everything I know about sex I learned from porn but also she taught me where the g-spot was when i was like 10 so i've got that under my belt uh well we're gonna get to all of it i promise so stick around for that at 315 she's gonna join me it's a fan favorite here on barry on deck so but until then i real quick i want to talk a little bit about valentine's day uh i did the 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 tough work here what's up robert likes beer what's up rossetti hello friend how are you i like that friend with double d's how appropriate for valentine's day I pulled up a website that had fun facts for you. Uh, yeah, Valley Grower. Uh, I'll, I'll be real honest with you. Yeah, let's the jokes, if they're inappropriate, will get you banned. So, um, there we, just, just keep that in mind, folks. Is, we're all here for fun, but you start talking shit about my mom, fuck around and find out. All right, you're, you're, here's some Valentine's Day facts. Let me get this out here so I can read this. St. Valentine wasn't just a person. Did you know that? Huh? Did you? Uh, It says another, a legend suggests that Valentine was killed for attempting to help Christians escape prisons in Rome. Well, what says love more than murdering someone helping people escape persecution? I mean, that's, and that is the story of how divorce started. Okay. Um, It says that according to history.com, there are at least two men named Valentine that could have inspired the holiday, including one Valentine who was a priest in third century Rome. As the story goes, this Valentine defied Emperor Claudius II's ban on marriage. I mean, I'm not going to say anything, but that's probably not a bad ban. You know how much heartache and pain you save people by banning marriage? Uh, Also, you could ban fighting and taking out the trash. Uh, so, uh, illegally marrying couples is what this dude did in the spirit of love until he was caught and sentenced to death. Okay. Uh, another fun fact about Valentine's day. It's rooted in an ancient pagan festival. Yeah. Even though there's a St. Valentine on February 14th, uh, others believe the holiday actually has its origin in a pagan festival called Lupercalia. That sounds like a disease you get if you don't wear a condom. I'm going to be honest with you. Loop, looper, loop. I got a looper collie. I'm having a looper collie flare up right now, as a matter of fact. Uh, that was celebrated on the 15th. Uh, in the 1300s, it officially became a holiday associated with love. At the end of the 5th century, Roman Pope Galatius officially declared February 14th St. Valentine's Day. So you got that going. Uh, Cupid has its root in Greek mythology. Super creepy that we're involving kids. In, in this holiday, but it's whatevs. Uh, he's the charming cherub that appears in Valentine's Day cards, often depicted with a bow and arrow. How did Cupid become a common symbol of Valentine's Day? Well, I'm glad you asked, nobody. 
According to time, the figure can actually be traced all the way back to 700 BC. The Greek god of love named Eros, uh, who was actually a handsome, immortal man with intimidating power. Oh, this sounds like they just described to me. I, too, am a handsome, immortal man with intimidating power. Um, Shut up, chat. It was... Uh, it was four. No, where'd it go? Yeah, fourth century. It wasn't until fourth century BCE that the Romans adopted Eros into the image of a cute little boy with a bow and arrow, naming him Cupid. So, first Valentine was sent in the fifteenth century, according to History.com. It was a poem written by French medieval duke named Charles. Good job, Charles. He sent it to his wife in fourteen fifteen, probably a stone tablet on a horse. Good job, Charles. Oh, you want to know the poem? One of the lines in the poem was, I am already sick of love. <laughs> Charles sending truth bombs on Valentine's. I'm already sick of love and your shit, Meredith. I like that. Charles don't give Charles didn't hold back. Boy, have greeting cards come a long way. Could you imagine you give your wife a card? You're like, love you, love me. And she opens it, she was like, My wife, I'm already sick of love. Love, Charles. The kind of shit is that? It wasn't until the 1840s did we get the first mass-produced Valentine's. That makes sense. They, they figured out they could make money on it. The tradition of giving Valentine's Day flowers dates back to the 17th century. That was when Big Flower got involved. And once Big Flower got it, you knew that profits were going to be uh, above everything else. Americans spend a lot on love. According to a National Retail Foundation, Americans spend over $20 billion on Valentine's Day gifts in 2019 and are expected to spend $27.4 billion this year. Probably more now because of inflation. Kind of crazy. All right, I want to know this. What's the most expensive thing you ever bought somebody for Valentine's? What's the, mo what's the most money you ever spent, chat? How much? Well, how much is too much? And what's the most you've ever spent? Is there like a... Ladies, is there a point for you where you're just like, okay... This is excessive. This is one day. It's on a Tuesday. Rossetti said I spent 500 euros. What does that equal in uh, uh, U.S. American dollars? 500 euros, $2. That's 564. Guys, we got to make friends with Rossetti in the chat. They're loaded. You spent 564. Boy, you must really love them. Tony said $59.99 is the most I've spent, and that's just flowers. Okay, Tony. You might be handsome. Tony, change your name from Tony the Handsome to Tony the Lonely. Because there's no way a woman will stay with you if you've only spent $60 one time on Valentine's. Chris Reyes said, I spent $5,000 on an engagement ring. Wow. By the way, folks, he's single. So. <laughs> Rossetti said, I love a lot. Yeah. Cece said, Rossetti, how you doing? Girls in Spain are hot, Barry. Okay. That's fine. Mark said, 19 years old, I sent $500 flower arrangement to my girlfriend. You guys are stupid. Stupid. Bro, you just get her some Smarties with the little messages on them? No. You don't, listen, guys, my mom is probably going to disagree with me on this. She's going to be joining us in five minutes here on the program. She's probably going to disagree with me on this, but. You don't spend a lot of money on your girlfriend. 
girlfriends aren't forever. Wives are forever. If you want to spend a lot of money on your wife, yes, do that. But these these little raggedy winches running around, they're probably going to leave you at some point because they see something better. You guys are dumb. And by the way, if we're all if we're all going to um, subscribe to the theory of equality amongst the sexes, right? Look, let's be real. There's no difference between men and women other than our genitalia. That's it. Otherwise, we are created equal. We are equals in every way, shape, and form. But why is it that females only spend like seven dollars? They're like, oh, look, I got you a, a membership to the Dollar Shave Club. Also, can you clean the sink out? There's little hairs everywhere. And us, we're out here spending, you know, 560 euros or 500 euros, 560 American U.S. dollars. I don't know. See, at least Mark owns it. Mark was like, yeah, I was dumb. I was 19 and stupid. How is he roasting me for 20 years ago? Uh, Because you did it stupid so wives are not forever just ask Chris well yeah I mean if you you know wives are more forever ish than girlfriends I mean in theory I'm just saying I think you should cap your spending on a girlfriend and then maybe double that if you wife her you know what I'm saying like if you want to you know okay I'll do 150 200 what is what do we should be what should we be spending on a female for valentine's day i don't know and with inflation it's 2022 i'm gonna go 150 that seems like a lot and then if you wife her now you spend 300 on her once a year she's worth it if she's not why'd you wife her uh i don't know uh it's is 500 euros a lot yes Yes, that's a lot. Be over here flexing on us, Rossetti. Don't don't come in here flexing on us like, oh, is a thousand dollars a lot of money? Yeah. Totally. All right. So I it, I didn't see not one female. Not one female. And I know we have a lot of females in this chat, but not a single female said what they got somebody for Valentine's. Never saw that. Anybody else surprised? Not me. All right, let's do this. Let's get let's get Jenny in here. Jenny is mom joining me on the program right now, as she does every single Monday. Mother, how are you, sweetie? I am just fine. Happy Valentine's. Happy Valentine's. Happy post Super Bowl fifty six to you. Uh, you and Paul, who guys, by the way, my stepdad's name is Paul. You and Paul have big plans for tonight, mother. Uh, no, we don't. No. We uh, we're just kind of staying in. We've already done our little Valentine's thing, and um, probably go out this weekend. Oh yeah, you guys. So you guys do something. Uh, Nora and I don't. We're not go out people. You know what I mean? Like we don't. Yeah, do the... Have you checked the prices at restaurants? <laughs> it's not cheap, right? It's not cheap. But I, yeah. uh, I, you know, Nora and I, we don't usually do the go out to dinner, go out to the restaurant thing. So uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sous vide some steaks and make some potatoes and some Ooh. oven roasted asparagus and 
we'll probably finish watching Ozark and and exchange gifts and have make it a night. You know, like, no working, no none of that. Just her and me, and that'll be that'll be great. That's really we're homebodies. Phones up, yeah, that's good. Well, that's what phones you up is get. phones up is a little. That's a big ask. That's a big ask. <laughs> well, you gotta put the phones up so you can give each other undivided attention. Come on. I didn't know where you were going with that when you started give each other. I was like, what is she? What is she about to say live on this chat? So you can give each other mouth love or something. I'd have been like, what the mother scared the shit out of me. Now I volunteered. You. I know I volunteered you to give sex advice to the chat. Oh, Okay. So I, you're there's no better person you're you you are, were my sex ed teacher growing up. I mean, like you, the stuff you learned in high school was bullshit. I remember one day, I got to tell this story. I remember one day I came to you as a as a spry ten year old who was armed already to the teeth with sexual knowledge because when I was very young, you had a book, you sat me down. The book was called Where Do Babies Come From, and we sat on the couch and we talked about a man and and a woman. And how they make a baby and love and sex. And it was a very uh, adult conversation between a 38-year-old and an 8-year-old. It was very... Well, I wanted you to get the right information, not something you read or heard or whatever. You didn't want me learning it from Billy and Frank in the the, the fifth grade. So you sat me down and you taught me about the birds and the bees. You had the uncomfortable conversation with me. No problem. And then a few years later, when I started advancing my knowledge of sex and and so forth, I came to you. Maybe I was thir- maybe I was thirteen. Maybe I wasn't ten. I don't know. It was between the ages of ten and thirteen. I'm sure of it. But I came to you one day and I said, "Mom, not what's the G spot? I already knew." I said, "Where's the G spot?" <laughs> I and, remember that. <laughs> and you were like, "Oh." Great question, son. And we sat down at the kitchen table and you took out a pad and you were like, so the cervix, when you enter and you, you, you want to go and you take a right, you want to go to the light and take a right. It's your first is go about three houses down. Uh, you're going to, there's a cul-de-sac there. You're going to go past that. There's a, there's a stop and go. And there's an old man. There's an old man on the corner selling. Uh, you go past the old man, yeah. and it's yeah, it's right there. So I remember you drew me a map of where the G spot was. Well, I think that's the old biology teacher in me. You know, I want to make sure you had the right, correct information. Yeah. Well, and, and besides, you know Nor, tell Nora you're welcome. <laughs> I just thought uh, I'd turn that back on you. Yeah, well done, Jenny. Well done, boy. You flipped that real quick. Um, yeah, I've been armed to the teeth with that knowledge since 10. And uh, I feel like, you know, it's kind of like uh, things evolve. I feel like back then you gave me a key map. And now, <laughs> now we're using maps on our phone. And I'm like, ah, is this outdated information? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe so. No, it's still the same as it was when you were 10. It's still not moved. the same they place. Haven't moved. I guess I, guess, I, move. I just get my compass and I'm looking for the North Star. Here I go. <laughs> All right. 
Okay, so uh, chat, if you have questions for my mother uh, about sex, first of all, I'm going to tell you, let's be mature. Do not say anything disparaging or derogatory about my mother or, or you'll be banned from the show forever. Let's all be mature. Yeah. But she will answer your questions honestly. She's like the Dr. Ruth of Houston. She doesn't know that yet. <laughs> and she literally wasn't planning on this. I'm sure she has copious amounts of notes on the Super Bowl, but she's probably like, Jesus Christ, what? I wanted to talk about Odell Beckham Jr. All right. I well, while talk the chat, you want to talk about it? Okay. So, chat, all I need you to do is just put hashtag mom Monday and ask your sex question. Hashtag okay. mom Monday. Ask your sex question, and Jenny's mom will answer it. In the meantime, what were your thoughts on the Super Bowl, mom? Oh, I, actually, I want to talk about my cougars. Okay. Oh, I know good. Y'all are already. Y'all are already I'm trying to keep people watching, mother. I mean, like no one gives a shit about your cougars. There are. Hey. Hold on. No, listen. You don't. You. <laughs> God damn it. There's 17. We've we literally lost more. On we're down to 17 on YouTube. 35. We're up to 35 on Twitch, and there are eight people listening on Podbean. And I guarantee you, about four of them give a shit about the Cougars. The rest of them want to talk Super Bowl. So you have 30 well, seconds to get your Cougar take out of the way, and then no more Cougar talk on Barry on deck. I'm not gonna have it. Okay. Okay. I, I just want to say this one thing. Okay. I won the tickets to the game, and you yes. said that you didn't really want to go to the game because you're worried about COVID and all that kind of stuff, yes. right? Which it's coming okay. up, by the way. It's so I bought you a little present, oh. and I thought we would open it right here together, if you will. If this is okay. the so mask. So the first thing I got you was I got your it's own Cougar's respirator <laughs> that will protect you against COVID. And then I got, and I thought this was really good. Oh my I got God. you this little Cougar <laughs> facial. Okay, and wait, we're not finished. And I, ha I have gloves, so you can wear those along with the mask under the face shield. And then I came across this, and I thought that you really do good. You put this over you, and it it covers the whole body. And then you're taking a clear alcohol. And finally, I found something that would be good in your heart. I found a bottle of hand sanitizer that looks like a liquor bottle. So I really think that you ought to go with me. I think we've got everything lined out here for you to be protected. And I would like a vote from the deckheads if they if they agree with me. Deckheads? What if I Hello? have to go five if it's a no? Oh, my God, mother. I love you so much. You fucking... I love this so much. Well, I guess I have no choice now. I have to go. Uh, what day is you it? You do have to go. I've got you covered. Literally. It. it looks like I'm going to be investigating a crime scene. And it might be because the Cougars might get, they might get murdered on March 3rd. Oh, my God, mother. That is hilarious. You, How much did you spend on that? You got to be retiring soon. I don't need you going out spending all that money on all no. that stuff. I did, ha I did have to order a few special things, but, um, you know, I want you to feel secure. Jesus, and, I'm and, wearing, you know, I'm going to wear all of that, and you're going to be so embarrassed to walk around with me. You know how hot that's oh, going to be? I won't be embarrassed. That's true. Uh, you know how hot all of that shit would be? Oh, my I'm God. I'm going to have pom-poms. Okay, I'm not. No, no. 
<laughs> oh okay, God. back All to right. the sex questions. All right, uh, chat, if you have sex questions, uh, ask them. I don't see any hashtag mom Monday. I think or, they're afraid to ask me. I think they're, yeah, I think all, they, they're they resisting the urge to uh, to uh, be assholes. <laughs> well, then and, we can talk about the Super Bowl. Oh, here we go. Um, here's, a, here's a hashtag mom Monday from uh, Justin. Justin said, uh, does music, music during sex, yes or no? Should you should you put on some mood mood music during sex? Great question, Justin. Uh, mood music before the sex, but during the sex, you make your own music. Oh, like the slapping sound. I'm I'm just saying. <laughs> to me, if it's the wrong song, it would be very distracting. Oh, I wish this was just a room full of dudes because there's so many awful jokes I want to make right now about the noises during sex. Like, okay. Was that a tuba? Never mind. All right. <laughs> so, okay. <clears throat> be mature about this, folks. So, music before. Well, who's. Who's getting up and turning Oh, my them God. Out? Let me get this dog out of here. Get oh, out Jesus. Here. Get out of here, dog. You're fucking ruining a great show. A great goddamn I think segment. She knows, I think she knows what I'm talking to you. I'm she's, sorry for the interruption. Go ahead. She's an attention whore. That's all it is. She's just like, put me on camera. I'm super cute. My name's Karen. What's your name? Your dog does have a Karen haircut, by the way. Kaylee. Well, your dog looks like she asked for the dog manager 100% of the time. <laughs> She's definitely got a, a Karen haircut. Okay, so you say music before but not during. At what point do you get up and turn the music off? Well, I don't think you have to get up, but if you've got the music right there by you, you could certainly turn it down and, you know. Who's you don't banging want it, it out on the stereo system? No. Like, so what, if like, it is a song, what if it's a song she doesn't like? Or maybe it's not, not the right rhythm. No, you make a whole sex mixtape for that. The right rhythm, by the way. Yeah, I personally like to put on Flight of the Bumblebee and just <laughs> go to town. Some of, you, some of you are never going to understand that reference. You're going to have to Google Flight of the Bumblebee. And three days from now, when you do, make sure you laugh and tag me on I, I think music and the foreplay and the beginning and the buildup is fine. Okay. All right. This is a question that every dude asks anytime sex comes up. This is a great question. I've asked you this question before, not like, you know, as for, just in general. Because guys want to know this. Mom, in your opinion, does size matter to women? Do women, does size matter? I don't think so. Okay. But I'm, you know, I can't speak for all women, but no. You know, it's all in how you use it. That's a lie. That is a that is a goddamn lie. I I I think, no, it's I mean, not. That's the polite answer, but I don't think that's the truth. I don't. Uh, well, I th what do you know? You're not a girl. And and yeah, and I'm <laughs> below average. So what the fuck would I know? Uh truck driver Pookie had a question. So you know about steak and BJ Day for March 14? It's the man's Valentine's. Have you heard of this? Uh, uh, holiday mother. Yeah. So a bunch of dudes no, got together. It? Yeah. It's, it's called steak and BJ day. It's the opposite of Valentine's day. Cause let's face it. Valentine's is a female's holiday, right? It's for the ladies. And so us guys participate and buy you things. And then, uh, we don't really, it's not for us. So guys, we all got together. We had a meeting. We had a quorum. We had 75% of the dudes in America got together. And some well, some people zoomed in, but still, that counts for the quorum. And we just said, we need our own day. So 
30 days from Valentine's on March 14. That's Steak and Blowjob Day. And that is our day. It's kind of like our Valentine's. Yeah, it's kind of like our Valentine's. So if you didn't know. Yeah, a little bit. Hey, if I float your boat and you want to have that holiday and you can get her to agree to it, I think that's great. As we call it at our house, Steak Day. Uh, (laughs) That's a joke I do on stage. Um, Let me see. Uh, She's going to be like, I hate you so much. Music like... (laughs) Stirring macaroni. I don't know what that means, Stephen Luther. You guys have some of the fucking weirdest questions. Okay. What? Yeah, I don't know. Somebody asked about stirring macaroni. I have no idea what that means. Stirring that sounds macaroni. So weird. Boy, that's a new one on me. Uh, Rusetti wants to know. Rusetti's the guy. Now, mom, this might be a chance. Tell Paul uh, you've got better options because Rusetti's okay. all the way from Spain. And he's the one that spent 500 euros on Valentine's. He wants to know, can you speak Spanish? Un poquito espanol. Let me, let me tell you guys a story. Uh, and when, when I was a kid, my mother uh, was a single mom. My parents got divorced. You and dad got divorced when I was, what, six, five, six? Something no, like that. younger than that. I think I was six. I think you're like four and a half or something. Okay. Maybe six. I'm not sure. Okay. Yeah, you don't know how. Give old or take a couple years. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for a woman that doesn't know her son's age, what am I? What did I expect? Hey, right. Forty-seven. Well, yeah. After I gave you the answer a couple of weeks ago, uh, no. so my parents got divorced when I was, let's call it six, and uh, oh, we'll meet in the middle. We'll call it five. So my mother was a single woman raising two kids. One of them was awful, and one of them was amazing. And I'll let you guys decide which was which. <laughs> So she's raising these kids and trying to carve out a career. And so at one point she hired a live-in maid named Anna and Anna was El Salvadorian. And my mother used to try to speak Spanish to Anna. And now Jenny only knows about 38 words in Spanish. That's not true. No. Okay. 42. <laughs> oh, oh! Well, somebody's been studying since. I mean, get your facts right, okay? Okay. Uh, yeah. I, I, you, you, you would, you would. A lot of your Spanish, it would be. Uh, there was a lot of us, because I think you would be thinking of what to say. Now, Anna, we taught her how to speak English. <laughs> Y'all were so bad. The only phrase we taught Anna was shit, I don't care. So anytime my mother would come home and ask her something, she'd be like, Anna, did you do the laundry? Anna would go, shit, I don't care. That was all she would say. That was all. She didn't even know what that meant. She just, that was, she knew English. So she would just go, shit, I don't care. And we loved Anna though. Anna was about 300 pounds and she was the absolute sweetest, uh, sweetheart of a woman. Whatever happened to Anna mother? Did she? You know, Anna was from uh, El Salvador. So I said she's El Salvador. She had had children in El Salvador that she sent money home to. And her her husband and her were here in the States. And he treated her terrible till till he ran into me. You did threaten him, right? Yeah. Yeah, Tell the people what you did. Tell the people what you did. Well, she came in one time with bruises on her and, you know, I where she'd been hit in the face and everything. And I asked her in my 48 
word Spanish. What happened? Or forty-two? What yeah, happened? Was, anyway, I got the idea. That, right. That's, that was. <laughs> I got the mind. idea that he he had abused her, and so um, and he spoke better English than she did. So when he came to pick her up that Friday, she was with me Monday through Friday. When he came to pick her up, I called him aside and I said, uh, do you like living in the United States? And he goes, see, sí, yeah, I do. I said, well, let me tell you how it's going to be. If you ever touch Anna again, I will have your ass picked up and sent across that border back to El Salvador before you can blink. He goes, see, sí, okay. <laughs> exactly what the fuck was up. He's like, oh shit, I done got busted. Never hit her again. Yeah, I mean, I don't know who I would have called, but he didn't know that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you probably would have been like, listen, you son of a bitch. Bless her heart. Yeah, that was really sad. She was such a sweet woman, except for the time she masturbated on my bed. Other than that, she was a sweetheart of a woman. Mm. Remember how you blamed me? And that's for, another story for another time. Yeah, it's three thirty. We gotta, we gotta let I you know. go. Uh, but you're the best, Mom. I, I love, love you so you much. Guys. Uh, by the way, did you enjoy the Super Bowl? Uh, hey, Rossetti, thanks for joining. <laughs> I appreciate it. Good, good night, buddy. Uh, did you enjoy the Super Bowl? Before I let you go. Yes, I did. I the I was for as you know, I was for Cincinnati. I was. Mm. I really thought they were going to pull it out last week or week before last. I said Cincinnati by five, and I really yeah. felt like I could get close to that. I was kind of disappointed in um, the way the referees let them play ball for a long, long time, and mm. then all of a sudden, I mean, they let the face mask go, but yet all of a sudden they decided they were going to start, you know, calling interference and and all of that. I oh, thought man. that was kind of. Yeah. Not evened out. I think you either. I think you have to be consistent. And um, a couple of things I didn't understand. You know, I didn't understand why the coach went on fourth and one. He decided to go for it on the fifty. Yeah. I think there were a couple points in the game that that was definitely um, could have gone a different way and made a difference in the score. So, but you know what? It was a great playoff season. It was some of the best playoffs. It was really awesome. Uh, all the games, they were all real close, and I thought it was one of the better Super Bowls and good halftime. Very, very much so. Oh, you did enjoy the halftime. Good. I'm glad you did. Yeah, yes, the, I, I did. Thought, I thought the halftime was great. Uh, I, I agree with you. I was you. thinking okay. of you because that's back in your day. Oh, yeah. I, I and, and, you know, the I thought the game started off slow, but it ended well. Okay, Mom, It's we have several birthdays. As you know, we do a lot of drinking on the show. Do you Are you going to do a shot with me? Do you have any alcohol near you? I have this alcohol. Is that really hand sanitizer or is that vodka? No, it's really hand sanitizer. Well, I don't want you drinking hand what, sanitizer. I'll, I'll come next. Well, you have to give me time to go get some liquor. Well, go get a go get something. You got you got don't don't act like you don't have a bunch of goddamn alcohol at that house. Go get something. We're gonna do a shot for Mark and all the deckheads that have birthdays today and yesterday. She's about to drink fucking hand sanitizer. Jesus Christ. What on earth? What is wrong with my mother? Lord Jesus. Uh, I'm looking for where did the picture go that we're going to roast uh, coming up after this? I'm looking for the one from truck driver Pookie. Did he, did you message it to me Pookie? Oh yeah. Okay. There it is. I found it. I got it fam. We're going to save that. Uh, we're going to roast okay. truck driver Pookie. You ready? All right. So yesterday was Chris Householder and Flip's birthday. Today is truck driver Pookie. 
and Philip Barnard's birthday, and Mark G just sent in $5 and wants us to toast all the deckheads again. Now, I usually toast, and I wish everybody a happy birthday, and I say they get, I hope that they get roadhead or a hand job or whatever it is they're into. Uh, I've already done that. I want you to toast now, Mom. Let's see you do a birthday toast for all of the deckheads that have birthdays yesterday and today. Deckheads, all of you, happy, happy birthday, happy Valentine's. Y'all are the greatest. I mean, no. Am I supposed to drink it now? Yeah, you got to tap the you got to tap the desk though. You never take the shot directly. You got to tap it first on the desk. Or yeah, not not like not like you're knocking. Just the one time. Just you know what this is? Is that Bailey's? Did I love just Bailey's. Bailey's. What a weak ass. What a white woman hey, shot it's that was. It's the first was. thing I can grab. What love a you guys. white woman shot that was. I love you, mom. Thank you so much. Tell Paul I said I love him. Happy birthday, happy Valentine's Day to you guys. All right, that is Jenny's mom. She obviously had shit to do. She's like, bye, I got to go. I got shit to do. <sighs> I love that woman. She is uh, an amazing, amazing woman. So and that's a true story that I do remember that. She, Anna came over one day with a black guy and she was like, nope, I'm not going to do that to Anna. And she threatened that dude. It's pretty badass. That's how Jenny was though, man. Jenny don't play. Uh, do right by people. That's how that's how Jenny rolls. All right, it's time to roast some sons of bitches. She's going to spend her square money. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Okay, let's roast these raggedy bitches. Um, so the roast is for truck driver Pookie. Philip, where did you sit? Philip, can you do me a favor, buddy? Can you just send me the picture on the Discord? I know you tweeted it to me. I don't know where it is. I can't find it. Can you just message it to me on the Discord? That'll be easier, please. And while you do that, I am going to pull up this picture of uh, Truck Driver Pookie. Now, this is a two for one. This is a two for one. So we have Truck Driver Pookie has assured me. I don't know if this is true or not, but Truck Driver Pookie has assured me that we are a, uh, allowed to roast him and and 713 hooligan aka josh at the same time because they're both in the picture okay so they're both in the picture we're gonna we're gonna pull this up here let me get this going with the cam done all right so this is our first roast here we go uh oh no let me let me slide this up there we go all right now what you're looking at folks thank you philip i see it buddy got you oh man are you sure you want to send this picture to get roasted philip jesus i don't know how i feel about roasting the handicap bro okay that was all right here we go uh which one is balls on chin <laughs> So that is truck driver Pookie on the left. The guy that looked, yeah, the guy that looks like he has balls on his chin. Chins, I should say. He's got a couple. Let's not be real. Let's not be real. It's it's more than one chin. Uh, it's several chins. In fact, he's the only guy that has three goatees. So uh, so if we're, look, I like that he's, uh, what are the, first of all, why are you wearing a pinky ring? If you ain't the brokest looking pimp I've ever seen, no, no grown ass man in his right mind should have on a goddamn pinky ring. I don't want to roast Josh because he looks like he's murdered several people. He looks like he's he's killed people. 
And I feel like like anybody that gets bone tattoos on their hand, or is that a glove? Is it like a leather glove? I feel like maybe Josh got a Michael Jackson glove tattooed on his hand. I'm not really sure. <laughs> Walton, it's Jay and Silent Bob on Telemundo. <laughs> oh, my God. Truck driver Pookie looks like a broke Julio uh, Iglesias. I don't know. A little bit, right? To all the girls I've dined and dashed before. Um... What does this say? Virginia, but we said nice. The TDP got his pinky ring back. I heard seven one three didn't poop right for a week. Oh, wow. Wow. Tango blast in the house. <laughs> CC said they both look sleepy. Yeah, there may have been. Yeah. So what happens? Uh, giving blowjobs will wear you out. That is for sure. It'll make you very tired. Uh, they both look exhausted. Um, <laughs> Mapleshay said 713 hooligan looks like a dollar store Paul Wall. No, no, not at all. He does he doesn't look anything like Paul Wall. He looks like Paul Blart. Well, truck driver Pookie does. Um Josh looks like he watches MMA for Conor McGregor. <laughs> Flip said that Pinky is missing a knuckle. Does he does he yeah, like Where's your knuckle? Wow. Uh, I think we can all assess from this photo that truck driver Pookie has a probably a one inch dick. Look how small his hand is. His how do the fuck is your pinky finger and your index finger the same length? How does that happen? Why is one of these not longer than the other? That is a, you can he can barely hold that soda can. It has taken all of his strength just to wrap them little ass fingers around that soda can. That's outstanding. Um, hey, but at least the diet's going good, truck driver Pookie. Did you? Is that what happened? You ate the rest of your fingers? <laughs> so smoking good. It's a micro penis, Barry. Yeah. Why am I wrong? This is a goddamn roast. Okay. I'm just out here. And look, he sent this to me. I didn't ask him to send me this shit and roast him. He's his dumbass sent it to me. And I'm going to tell you right now, I don't know who's in charge of cutting your goatee, but that some bitch looks like Forrest Whitaker's eye. It's so crooked. Why? Look how lopsided that some bitch is. That's so bad. I'm not roasting Josh. Seriously. I don't want him to murder me. He knows where I live. And he's a, he looks like a great human being. Uh, all right, let me get Philip's picture over here, too. Hold on. We can, we can do this. We can go back and forth. Does anybody else have any uh, photos? I need, like, more. Like, I want to roast you, truck driver Pookie, as a kid. Like, you just look fat and stupid as an adult. But I, I bet you look fat and stupid and lonely and lost as a kid. Like, I'm sure there was more adjectives than just fat and stupid. So I, I think it would be more fun to roast you as a kid. Virginia, but we said this is the first photo where I can see 713's eyes. <laughs> you can barely eyes. He's only got one open. See, that's like he's always looking down the barrel of a gun. Wow. Valley Girl said it looks like they're about to give each other a half a ass shocker. 
They're probably into that. They're like, I put this in his butt. I put this in his butt. Virginia Button we said he definitely wore Huskies. Oh, 100%. 100%. All right, we got this saved. Let's get Philip Barnard in here, too. <clears throat> they look like Heartthrob said, oh, shit. Mark said Josh's beard looks spray on. <laughs> ch -ch -ch -ch. That's a, he's a fucking, he's a Chia gangster. Fucking Josh looks like a goddamn <laughs> Chia in, what is it, MS-13? <laughs> Truck driver Pookie likes, looks like he's MS-12 and a half. Oh, stupid ass. Uh, Pookie's face just wanted to, what is this? <laughs> Man, he said Pookie's face just wanted a picture with a beard. <laughs> I just want to be beard adjacent. Oh, that's so good. Uh, Heartthrob said they look like two cousins that just went for a walk during the family reunion. Why does y'all's breath smell like each other's dicks? Uh, my kid pick sent to Twitter B. Okay. TDP said, uh, uh, Walt said TDP avoids the wait station even when the trailer's empty. <laughs> I love a little truck driver humor in here. I love it. <laughs> Rob said his truck has different colored doors. <laughs> uh, truck driver Pookie's got like three types of rims and four different tires on his car. Oh, that's so funny. That is hilarious. Uh, Flip, did you, you send it on Twitter? Thanks. Why didn't you send it on? God damn it. Oh. Oh, Flip. Oh, Flip. Oh, Flip. Oh, son. Oh, Flip. Wow, Flip. You look like the most unfuckable kid, like... Jared from Subway was like, nah, I'm good. Oh my God, this is hilarious. Uh, okay, so we're going to do Philip Barnard next. We're going to roast. So, guys, give it up for Truck Driver Pookie. Happy birthday, Truck Driver Pookie. Thank you for letting us roast your stupid ass, ugly, fat, bald face. We love you. Happy birthday. I appreciate you. Um, <laughs> Tony said, I got nothing. I like, I like being alive. Pookie has the tire on the back and the trailer door. <laughs> Keep it going, assholes. No, happy birthday, truck driver, Pookie. Love you, buddy, man. Thank you for being a good sport and letting us roast you. All right, up next is going to be Philip Barnard. We're going to roast him. Uh, and I'll tell you what, this should be easy because obviously he likes roast. Look at that face. This looks like three faces. Did you send us, did you send me a picture of four different faces combined into one, Philip? Holy shit. I know you said you were a wrestler. What are you wrestling with? Not eating so much? Jesus Christ. Philip, the, Philip only has one chin, but it's so big. It goes from his bottom lip to his navel. <clears throat> Philip, Philip's beard uh, looks like his career. Just patchy. Bad. Man, he said this is Philip after he saw Pookie post that picture. <laughs> He's like, what have I done? What, Lord Jesus, what have I done? Oh, my gosh. Philip, buddy. 
Uh, so y'all, this is Philip Barnard. This is heartthrob. Heartthrob is a wrestler. Uh, apparently he's also a guy who hasn't had a new set of glasses since 1917. What are these old Benjamin Franklin ass glasses? I like how Phillips got this huge face and this tiny button nose. He's like, he's like a fleshy snowman. <laughs> Steven said Philip needs that face aerator. Yeah. Yeah. It's not looking good. It's not, it's not looking great. And I feel like Philip was like, I'm going to send my best photo. I'm going to send a picture where I'm looking cute. There's no way. There's no way they're going to be able to roast this. There's just no way. Look at the creases in his neck. Look how, I mean, like literally, that looks like the San Andreas fault right there on that neck, that line. I mean, his neck needs an iron. That's for sure. <laughs> Rob said, wait, who took this picture? He did. This is a grown-ass man taking car selfies, driving around. <laughs> Truck driver Pookie said, at least Philip keeps his uh, keeps one eye on the road. Damn. He hit him with the Forrest Whitaker crooked eyes. Oh, my God. I didn't even notice that. Are they two different colors, too? Oh, my God. You got two different dads, Philip. Holy shit. He's got like half. This half is one nut. This half was a different nut. Probably happened at the same time though, and then like the nuts converged and made Philip. <sighs> he said, "There's no way in hell I'm sending a picture in on my birthday month." And okay, first of all, birthday month, you can go to hell. <laughs> Steven, Steven, Steven Luther said, "Is that a heartthrob or heart blob?" <laughs> so good Stephen Luther oh my god listen I don't understand why you guys like getting roasted this is the meanest shit ever but you guys love this and you send me your pictures and I'm like why would you do this but you do it and there's no way <laughs> Stephen said his heart is throbbing alright <laughs> my heart robbed of oxygen uh Demon said, oh shit, the eyes are crooked. A little bit. I mean, you know. As as my buddy Ed Blake had a joke, he said, Look, I'm not saying his eyes are lazy, but they ain't working a nine to five, if you know what I'm saying. They're not putting in 40 hours a week. Oh my God. Uh, what does this say? Justin said, this photo I would use to tell my girlfriend that I shit myself. <laughs> Where did his lips go? He must have ate them. <laughs> Flip. Flip's getting his shots in now because he knows he's about to get roasted as fuck too. Oh my God. <laughs> How is it that everything on Philip's face is small except his face? He's got little ass ears, little lips, little nose little glasses and then it's just like Phillips face is 90% face and 10% features how is that even possible uh, uh, Sean said y'all must not have grown up in the hood no way I'm paying to get roasted yeah, well you don't have to pay Sean you're not paying we're doing it for free uh, <laughs> this is so great 
What does this say? Rob said they're both blue eyes. One blue west and the other blue east. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Chuck Diver Pookie. Chuck Pookie's like, good, not my turn no more. If Peter Griffin was a real person. Hey, Meg. Have you seen my eyes? Because I haven't. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Flip said riding around a parking lot with 12s banging in the minivan looking for strange. Yeah, that's definitely. That's definitely Philip. Oh, my God. All right. It's 351. We have one more roast. Can we give it up for Philip Barnard? I love you, buddy, so much, man. We all love you. You know that. Ah, uh, good shit. That is too funny, man. Happy birthday to Philip. Cheers, buddy. Happy birthday to you. Oh my god. Um All right, this is the last one. That ear on the back. Uh that ear on the back of his head looks like it's running from his face. <laughs> his ears are like, I'm out of here. Oh my god. Okay, here we go. Good shit, Philip Barnard. Here's the last one, and then we're out of here. Um, so happy birthday to um, <clears throat> Truck Driver Pookie. Happy birthday to uh, Heartthrob, Philip Barnard. And then happy birthday to this cat. It was yesterday. And since it was Sunday in Super Bowl, we didn't really get to it. So Flip sent in his birthday picture. So this... Y'all, we're about to destroy a little kid. This, Philip uh, said, love you, raggedy bitches. We love you too, buddy. We love all of you, your whole face. That's a lot of love. So, y'all, this is Flip. Flip definitely looks like he was molested by Heartthrob and Truck Driver Pookie. I just, I mean, you can tell he's uneasy around fat guys for a reason. 100%. Look at... This outfit is great. Not one of the well, not one of the items in this outfit matches the rest of the outfit. That's the beauty of this. This is so great. Uh, did did Philip dress you? Like he wasn't even he was looking two different ways. <laughs> Mark G said, "I'm still drunk." This too funny. Look at look at oh shit. Well, Jen, now you tell me. Okay. By the way, Flip, you raggedy bitch. Hold up. We got some explaining to do. I just got a text. You want to know why we didn't wish Flip a happy birthday yesterday or today? I'll tell you guys why. Because Flip is not a member of the Patreon. Pull up your pants, take off the bra, and be a man. What the fuck, Flip? What the fuck? Like, okay, only we 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 know Patreon members and their birthdays because they're members of the Patreon and Jen gets the info. So when I find out that the reason we didn't know it was Flip's birthday is because he is not on the Patreon. <sighs> so what we know about this kid is he's going to grow up to be a cheap ass attention whore. That's what this tells us. Is he's going to be like, oh, I want to be a cool kid, but I don't want to be a cool kid. 
I'm a broke Mexican. Well, I mean, we see that from the picture, but damn, son. $5 a month. And we would know your birthday and we would regale in it. I mean, I still want you to have a happy birthday. But God damn it, Flip. We can't. We. T- <sighs> I like the TV, though. That TV's pretty. That's a pretty nice TV. Uh, I feel like this was right before he was kidnapped. Mandy said, no wonder Flip's parents put him up for adoption. Sandy Bridges, thank you for the follow, Sandy. We're just roasting folks for their birthday, even though they're cheap, raggedy sons of bitches. What is this? says Flip wearing every color in the R-O-Y-G-B-I-V. I don't know what the Roy G. Biv. Oh! <laughs> Guys, don't even try it. That was outstanding. Oh, my God. He dressed from watching Back to the Future. Oh, that's good shit. They bought the TV instead of buying a matching clothes. <laughs> that's the homeless guy from the roast. No, it's not. That's the Mark G said that's the homeless guy from my roast. Oh, my God. Uh, your new follow? I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. <sighs> Flip said, good show. Be whenever y'all let unvaccinated fellas around. You can roast. No, bitch. Go get vaccinated. Flip. God damn it. What's up, Sandy Bridges? Sandy Bridges. Yes, it is. I don't, I don't know what that means. That's the homeless guy from my roast. I don't know what that means, but welcome, Sandy. Uh, Glad to have you. We found Anna's son. (laughs) That's outstanding. Flip, uh, what did Rob say? Flip never paid for the pony ride outside the Kmart. His mom will be like, get on. Oh, Rob, that's fucking outstanding. That is so good. Mom, it's supposed to move. No, mijo. That horse is tired. Just get on and pretend like it moves. Just go like this. Go like this. That's outstanding. <laughs> Sally Gore said, tell me you shop at Goodwill without telling me you shop at Goodwill. <laughs> this is mediocre Will. What the fuck are you talking about? Goodwill? This, she got these clothes in mediocre Will. Oh, my God. Mark said, Barry, the Sandy is my roommate. He's the homeless guy from when you roasted me. Dude, I, Mark, I don't even remember when I roasted. I don't remember. I don't even remember roasting Philip, Mark. But welcome, Sandy. Uh, I'm sure you were ugly as fuck. And that's why we roasted you and called you homeless, I guess. I don't know. He's got gorilla hands. <laughs> Steven said he's got gorilla hands. Oh my god Alright this is outstanding It's 3.57 time to bounce Hey happy birthday one and all Thank you guys for letting us roast you guys Let's give it up for Flip Cheers to Flip Happy birthday buddy Truck driver Pookie said "Uh, Flip can't afford Patreon You know his boots are made out of plastic Oh 100% Oh raggedy ass Flip Flip you gotta support the show homie all right, 
Thank you guys for joining. I want to say thank you to Jenny is mom for joining me on the program like she does every single Monday. Hey, I hope you guys have a fantastic Valentine's. Make sure you honestly spend some time with the ones you love. Tell them you love them. Make sure you show them. And uh, I will see you guys tomorrow, man. Thank you so much for joining. Thanks for being here. Happy birthday to House and Flip and Philip Bernard and Truck Driver Pookie. Shout out to all of you. I enjoyed it. Good start to the week, folks. Tomorrow, no guests, but we'll have a rocking good time. We'll, uh, I don't know, we'll talk a bunch of shit. Until then, do me three favors. Be safe. Be kind. And most importantly, love each other. See you tomorrow.